Good evening and welcome back to Evening Thoughts. My name is Sam and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm a Christian and I'm a follower of Jesus and I'm convinced that no matter what we go through in life, Jesus is with us and he loves us through the good and the difficult seasons of life. Tonight you may be joining me and you may be in that difficult season And I want you to know that I care about you, and I am cheering for you. I am a Navy chaplain in the United States Navy, and I consider this podcast a way for me to minister to you and reach out to you. And I am so happy to have you joining me tonight again. Wherever you are listening from, I welcome you. Whether you are a returning listener or a new listener, I am so incredibly honored to have you with me this evening. And in fact, uh, it's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, I uh, missed an upload last week because I am traveling and I have traveled. And currently I am in Japan with my lovely wife, Tiffany. We moved here and we will be here uh, for the next two or three years. And I'm so glad to be with you again. I would love to hear from you. You can leave me a voicemail on my website at theeveningthoughts.com. On that page, just click on the tab on the right with a picture of a microphone and leave me a prayer request or a comment and I will get back to you as soon as I'm able. If you prefer to write to me, click on the contact tab on the top of the webpage and leave me a written message, and I will reach out to you, and and we can connect together. So with that said, let's begin tonight's episode. I have always been drawn to a good story, and that probably explains why I devoured books as a child. Once I got hold of a good book, I would not put it down until I scoured it from cover to cover. And so as an adult, I have not changed. I still love a good story and I'm still taken away by them, whether it be movies or books. Books like The Reaper Man by Terry Pratchett or movies like The Shawshank Redemption are some of my favorite stories of all time. What about yours? What are your books or movies that you would recommend to me? As much as I like books and movies, however, some of my favorite stories that I've ever heard are not written down or in any film. You can't stream it from Netflix or YouTube because it is in fact only inside of you. Yes, you, your story, specifically your grief story is unique to you and only you. Yes, there may be some others like it, but it doesn't have your personal experience and your personal touch. You see, there is immense importance in your sharing of your grief story. The last couple of weeks, I've talked about grief. Grief that comes as a result of a sudden death of a loved one and Grief that comes as a result of seeing a loved one slowly die. 
And in those two episodes, I shared my grief story with you. But what I didn't expect was the kind of response that I've received. In the last two weeks, you have reached out to me. You've written to me and you've messaged me and you've shared your grief story with me. Karen, you've written to me and we have encouraged each other in our faith in Jesus. Tyrone, thank you for writing to me and for reaching out to me. And it was a pleasure and an honor to meet you. And you are a blessing and a gifted man of God. Keep writing your beautiful poems and I thank you for reaching out to me. Keith, you've reached out to me and you've told me about your mother whom you've lost to Alzheimer's back in 2018. And I have heard your grief stories and something happened. Something special. Sort of like an exchange, if you will. And I think a part of it is because stories are more than just the passing of facts and information. Through stories, we share our struggles, our joys, our happiness, regrets, worries, fears, and dreams. And we even share grief together. Stories inspire us. And I think I needed that much more than I had realized. Tonight's episode is entitled, What is Your Grief Story? And my inspiration comes from you. Before we begin, would you take a moment to pray with me? God, thank you that you always hear us. No matter what season or phase of life we find ourselves, you are always with us and you are always listening. And that is why we come to you this evening. We come to you because you are listening. We come to you because you are our God and you are our Father. God, I want to pray for those who are listening right now with heavy hearts. I have heard some of their stories, but you are so much more familiar with their stories than I am. You have seen their tears. You have felt their loneliness. They've lost parents. They've lost children. They've lost friends and loved ones. And they're grieving. Would you comfort them and carry their heavy burdens that are weighing them down? Would you bring healing and remind them that in the midst of their grief, you are listening and you love them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As a Christian, I want to give you permission to grieve. And as weird as that may sound, There are some well-meaning Christians that seem to think that life struggles and heartaches shouldn't affect us or or that it, it should be hidden away from others. Some may think it's strange that a Christian like myself talks so much about grief, but grieving is needed and it is the right thing to do if you have lost a loved one or you suffer from chronic physical and mental illness. Just because you grieve does not mean that you don't believe that God is your hope and that he can't bring healing. You can still trust God and love Jesus and grieve. You you don't have to fake a smile and act as if everything is okay all the time. I think sometimes as Christians, we pretend like things are just fine when in reality, we are going through some difficult seasons of life. And so I want to tell you that it is normal to feel the weight of loss and deep sorrow and that it is perfectly okay to voice it. Throughout scripture, we see people voicing their sorrow to the Lord 
I mean, just visit the book of Psalm and you will see it for yourself. But the key is that our grief does not give way to bitterness and unbelief towards God. And so that is my heart for you this evening. I want you to grieve, but I want to help you and I to grieve well. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 says, But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. In that letter, the Apostle Paul acknowledges to the early Christians that grieving is real and it is the right thing to do. But when we grieve, we do not grieve like the world who have no hope. As Christians, we grieve, but we grieve with the hope that Jesus offers us. We grieve with the hope of life after death in Christ. We know that the dear brothers and sisters in faith that we have lost along the way are with Jesus right now. They are no longer sick. They are no longer uh, they no longer have cancer or, or COVID in Christ. When the Lord calls you home, you will run to your loved ones who has gone on ahead of you, and you will wrap your arms around them and praise Jesus together forever. We grieve knowing that someday we will see our loved ones and friends again. But at the same time, we can openly and publicly admit that grieving is hard for those of us who are left behind. And, and we do it because it is right to miss those who are no longer with us. It is okay to not have it all put together when we lose a loved one or watch them die slowly. And so again, my aim in tonight's episode is to help us grieve well. And one way in which we do that is to tell our grief stories. As a chaplain, I find that most people, when given an opportunity and when they feel safe to do so, find it a relief to tell their grief stories. Most people just want a chance to talk and all they require is a good listener. Often they describe it as getting that extra deep breath of air after feeling stuffed up and pent up. I've even had someone tell me that after having told their story, they feel relief because it can exist outside of themselves rather than being trapped inside. I think this happens in part because there's just so much to process when a loved one dies. The unexpected late night call or knock on the door, the shock, the doctor visits, the, the visits to the pharmacy, the hours waiting in the ER triage room, the diagnosis, the funeral, the lonely and quiet nights after when the phone calls stop, and the unknown. There are just so many layers of loss, isn't there? And so sharing your grief can be a way for you to begin to make sense of all of that. And perhaps you may not be ready to tell your grief story, and that is okay. Take your time. It will come when it does. No need to force it when it is not ready to be told. I can't tell you when you are ready, but give yourself plenty of time before you do. And as you wait, would you keep in mind that grieving can be immensely isolating? And when we choose to share our grief story, 
we find others with similar experiences. It reminds us that we are not alone in our grief and pain. It reminds us that there are others out there who have had similar losses. And sometimes, you know, I just need to know how you're coping with your loss and pain. I I need to know that you're making it. And if you can make it, then maybe I can make it too. I need to know how you're navigating your own grief. I need to know that you understand in part what it looks like for me when I'm not able to keep it all together today. You know what I mean? Someone may hear your story and it may be exactly what they need to hear. So when you're ready, share your story, not only for yourself, but for those who may need to hear it. Sharing your grief story does not have to sound polished. It doesn't have to be edited or proofread. It doesn't need to sound eloquent. It just, just needs to come from you because no one else can tell your grief story. Sharing your story may be uncomfortable. It may make you feel vulnerable. But would you be willing to take that step out into transparency? Putting yourself out there is never an easy thing to do but someone may need you to do it before they can do it themselves. You may say, gosh, I don't even know where to start. And you know what? That's okay. Just start anywhere you'd like and end at any time. After all, you can tell your story more than once. And each time you tell your story, you may focus on a different detail. Now, there are some people that say that there should be some sort of structure And maybe they're right, but as long as you have a good listener, I think starting anywhere you feel led is a good start. Now, some people may not be ready to hear your story because it's scary to think that what has happened to you may happen to them. There may be those who want to turn you off and keep you silent because it just hits too close to home. There may be those who may not be ready to hear your story just because it still hurts too much. You may even have people ask you, when will you move on? Our culture has a way of pressuring us to move on, to keep silent about grief and pretend that we have healed. But how can you move on after having lost a child? How can you pretend to be okay when you've lost a parent or a spouse? Yes, time may bring healing, and God is definitely the God of all healing. And yes, if grief debilitates you to the point where you cannot function without outside intervention, then yes, a deeper level of care is needed. But for the most of us, I don't think that applies. If someone is not ready to hear your story, that is okay. No need to force it upon them and... Who knows when they're ready, they may listen or they may not. But the goal still remains the same. Sharing your story is about connecting with others and reminding them that they are not alone in their own grief. That is why I think sharing your grief story is so important. I grew up in a family that was very private. I remember my parents telling me not to talk about what happened behind doors in our home because people wouldn't understand and they would just end up gossiping about us. 
And so from the outside looking in, we seemed to have it all together, but internally we were hurting and I can't help but think that if only we talked to someone about our struggles, maybe we could have had some much needed help. And if you're like me, you may find it difficult to air out your laundry. So perhaps a good start for all of us is to tell God about our grief. Yes, he knows all about your grief. He's been there with you through it all of it. He has seen your tears. He has been there when you broke down and couldn't contain the tears anymore. He has always been there, but sometimes we tend to forget that. We need to be reminded that through it all, he is always listening. However you may feel about sharing your story to others, we can and should take our grief story to the Lord. Scripture tells us that we have a Savior who knows your sorrow and is well acquainted with grief. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 3 says, He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquitted with grief, and as one whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. If anyone understands what you're going through, it is Jesus. Jesus paid the payment for our sins, and he broke the power of sin and death and suffering. And when he comes back to take us home to his kingdom, he will redeem what has been lost. He will make all things right again. He will mend what has been broken. He will wipe your tears away. He will take away your grief once and for all. So grieve and share your story to others, but grieve with hope knowing that one day there will be relief like none has ever seen. But until that day, go to the Lord in prayer and find your ultimate comfort in Him. For he alone truly understands your grief story. I have often thought of grief like a wave of the sea. At times the tides go out and the world almost seems normal. But when the tide comes back in, the tears start flowing again and your heart breaks all over again. Sometimes it is a song. Sometimes it is a smell. Other times it may hit you by surprise. When the tide comes in, run to the Lord and cry out to him. Be reminded that he is listening to you and he sees your tears. He knows your sorrow and he knows what it feels like to grieve. Be reminded, as it says in Psalm thirty-four, eighteen, that God is near the brokenhearted and he saves the crushed in spirit. Be reminded tonight, as it says in Psalm 147, 3, that God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Let God do what he does best in his time. Let God do it in his own loving way. And remember, he is close to those who grieve. I do have a request for those who have friends or loved ones that are grieving. Many times when the initial death happens, those who grieve have a lot of support. Calls are a plenty, meal trains are established. In fact, some may even feel a bit overwhelmed by well-wishers and support. But grief really starts to hit home when the calls stop. 
when there are no more knocks on the door by loving visitors, when the funeral and memorial services are over, that is when it really becomes hard. My request is, would you continue to send that text message or give that call to your family member? Would you continue to check up on your friends? Would you send them a text message, leave them a voicemail, check up on them during holidays and during birthdays? Invite them over to dinner, and even if they say no, keep sending those invites. Because who knows, maybe one day they may just say yes. What do you think about that? Do you think that sharing your story is something that has helped you in your own grief? Or have you heard someone else's grief story, and was that something that was immensely helpful for you? Am I missing something here? Would you let me know? I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I know that when I heard from you, it was just so incredibly helpful that I thought that uh, this would make a good topic for this evening thought. I imagine that sharing your story may take different forms. It may be a Facebook post, and for you, that may be a huge step. It may be telling a small group of your closest friends, or it may be over lunch to one person. It may mean that you start your own podcast show, perhaps. It may mean that you write in your journal. It may mean that you draw a picture or write a poem. However it looks like, take your time. Don't rush through it and see where that takes you. Well, that is it for me this evening. I want to thank you again for taking the time to spend time with me tonight. Please do not hesitate to reach out to me at any time. Again, my website is called TheEveningThoughts.com. You can reach out to me there and you can find all my previous episodes. And I'm also working on some blogs as well. If you liked what you've heard tonight, please share this podcast with someone you know, because that would mean a great deal to me. Please take care of yourselves this evening. And as always, peace and blessings. Good night.